Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 38 of the Never Growing Up podcast. We have a very exciting Juicy Goss episode for all the happenings going on in Disney parks, including the big leadership shakeup um, throughout the uh, entire country, Heidi Klum's insanely expensive designer ears, the vegan overhaul to Disney menus, um, and did you know that Twitter was almost uh, bought by Disney? Because I didn't. And we're going to talk about it today. Um, the flower and garden dates were just announced. A new wall is up in Disney Springs and a new uh, Vera Bradley collection for the parks. All on today's episode. Welcome back. It's episode 38. My name is Annie at WDW Collective. And with me, as always, is my most handsome, wonderful, absolutely amazing fish father and cat father and dog father. <laughs> I'm just basically a self-proclaimed vet. You're basically like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> That's yes, I'm Dr. Doolittle. In in the That's sense of cool. all the animals. Oh, are you okay? I dropped my phone. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Dr. Doolittle in sense of all of my animals and that I do little. Right. Little to nothing. <laughs> but you, I mean, they're your babies. You love them. You, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my name is Brady McCleary. Yes. And you can find me on Instagram at BradyCam. Yes. I just high five my foot. Holla, holla. Holla, holla. It's been wow. A, there's a couple things that occurred in the Disney parks that we're not going to talk about this week because I think everybody did. A, the Skyliners opened, so there's that. <laughs> there's, there's that. There's a person who got to ride on the Sky Gondola, and I'm not going to name who it is because I'm like what they had to say about I saw it. A I think accounts, was super yeah. fake. Um, but they said it was super breezy and super spacious. And such a fun ride. And I'm like, um, sounds like you were paid to do this. B, <laughs> uh, B, they took a picture of the outside of it as it was taking off. Mm-hmm. And remember when we were there, how they like t- they take off and land at an angle yes. when they were like running them? They were like, they don't do that while you uh, – that it didn't do that when I was in it. I'm like, mm, girl, they all do that. Yeah. <laughs> they I- all do it when they come in hot. And when they, they all do, do it when they hot. leave hot, like the, I, it, it, it goes at a, an angle. You're going to be like kissing the person in front of you. Yeah, I was watching. So the uh, Adventure Bros, they wrote it. The only thing is like I was in like a public space. so I couldn't listen to them. So I couldn't hear what they had to say. Um, but they wrote inside it. And it mm-hmm. looks very like contained like i was like where does the breeze come from so i'll yeah. get some more information but i probably i'm gonna write it them. i yeah. will write it uh just to have the experience and see if i like it or not i mean who knows we may actually really yeah, like it you never know um they do leave pretty quick so i imagine it'd be quicker than the monorails um because it's just like a, it's like a faster um haunted mansion Buggy, yeah you know yeah essentially yeah so we're we just were like we'll we'll touch on this real quick but i'm sure like this is if you look it's at my, beat to hell like it's it's, beat to hell. i'm not talking yeah so we're gonna dive right in and talk about some big old leadership shakeups at the within the disney parks part of the walt disney company so 
they have moved Josh Demaro, who's the president of Disneyland, Disneyland Resort, who's actually, I don't know if you follow him on social media. He's very active on social media. I actually really enjoy following him. Um, he seems like a very I good like leader. That when, when the, yeah, when the higher, I, I call it higher ups, the yeah, military, yeah. when they, when they are active and participate with the, the people, I think they gain more respect that way. I think so because too. It's somebody trying to relate. Even when they make a change or when they do something uh, different to the parks there or add something of value to the parks, it seems more like they were listening to what we wanted. Yeah, that's a really good point. And so, and I was doing a lot of, you know, reading about kind of all these shakeups that happened. So anyways, he's going over to Disneyland. Um, the, the current president of Walt Disney world, um, George, and I forget his last name, <laughs> but um, he's moving into a strategic role within the Disney Parks family. So it's more of a strategic and operational base role. So I find that oh, interesting. Land. So, so what was that? So there's another person coming in. Her name is Rebecca something, and she's coming. I really should have wrote down these names. Girl, I love a lady in high leadership so roles. So do I. But here's something that's interesting. Like because of this whole realignment, and granted, I went through a company realignment recently, and it is very painful. It's painful anytime this happens. But like there used to be um, someone over Disney Parks West, and um, her name was Catherine Powell, and apparently she was a big force in um, Disney Parks just in terms of how you know they were managed and was very successful. But then now they're saying that she was kind of ousted because of – now this is what I find interesting. The failure of the Galaxy's Edge opening. What failure are we talking about? Like, I think they're I saying like, that it's not it, it's not as crazy as they thought it would be. But I thought they'd no, do it on purpose. It's perfect. It's, yeah, they they planned, you have to schedule a time to go in. And I feel like all because it doesn't have a five-hour wait like Pandora did. Granted, the ride isn't as great as Flight of Passage. Um, I'm going to put that out there. Okay. But at the same time, like, all because it's a five-hour wait doesn't make it successful. Yeah. It makes it new. I was like, I was so, going to say, operationally, I think they've done extremely well because people Operationally, are, yeah. this, the way the, the that land was made. I mean, if they're calling that a fail, then what the fuck was Toy Story Land? <laughs> I know. I, I That's what I don't understand. I, really, I'm, I was like blown away. And there's so many articles. The, the thing that concerns me is that I'm wondering if they're saying it's just because she's a woman and they're blaming it on her. But uh, that's... Uh. It neither here nor there, but I just thought that was odd. I was like, "Well, this guy was president of Disneyland, and that's part of Disneyland, and no one's making him leave." Like, I don't understand why people kept saying that it was a failure. And I think you're right because it's like people were saying that because there weren't five hour waits. It's like five hour waits. Like, there's that doesn't measure the failure or not. Like, I just I I was very blown away with that. So it was apparently very shocking that Catherine Powell got removed. Or or left this role. She may have been forcibly made to leave, leave the role. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People are spinning stories. Spin I don't. Stories. I don't think the truth is out. I mean, because like, yeah. there's no way that it's a failure at, no. at, at either part. I don't. Yeah, I was like, I'm very like. I, I think they thought that it was gonna be absolute madness, and but I think they rolled it out in such a great way. That it ended up not being madness and there's nothing wrong with that because you know what it adds to people wanting to come back to the park because I mean we talked about this for a year before it actually like opened up we were like terrified to go in there because it was going to be a shit show and it wasn't it's not a shit show (laughs) it's it's great. 
Are you tapping your foot on something? No. Am I? I just feel like it's dumb. Dumb. Oh. Dumb. No. Dumb. I'm not. My feet are touching anything. It's a ghost. Is it my pulse? <laughs> Is your heart pounding? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, um, so that's, that's interesting. In my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I just feel like... Maybe they like people, somebody spun a story because, like, I doubt she would be ousted from something and then given such a huge role as president as, of Disneyland. Well, oh, no, no, it's two different women, actually. So, Catherine, oh, was, oh, okay. Catherine left the company and then Rebecca came in and is now taken over. Okay, yeah. got it's it. A different person. I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I was reading it. I was like, hey. I, I missed something. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So, so she she had been there for fifteen years. Interestingly, just as long as Bob Iger. Um, I don't know. I think there's some interesting things afoot. Like, there's been some weird rumblings. Like, remember how there was supposed to be like a Muppet show with Josh Gad and the people who did Frozen, and then that like panned out. Like, I'm like, what? What were their artistic disagreements where they, like that didn't pan out? Well, um, that Josh Gad isn't good. What? I can't stand him. Are you friggin' kidding me? I love him. I can't stand him. Where's your I horn sound for when we disagree? Wow. <laughs> oh, I, I hit the wrong one. Listen up, guys. Josh Gad plays Josh Gad in Josh every. Josh Gad confused oh, with. You no, know, I think you're getting him confused with um, Seth Rogen. Remember, we had this conversation where you. No, no, I I don't like Seth Rogen because he plays Seth Rogen in every movie too, though. <laughs> but Josh Gad, literally. Okay, so what's the difference between Josh Gad in the Book of Mormon and Olaf? I mean, I guess they're they are similar. <laughs> Shut up! No, I just love Josh Gad. I loved him from Book of Mormon. I loved him. He was—I remember—he was on some random TV show. This is the, this is how I got exposed to Josh Gad. He was on some random TV show where like Bill Pullman played the president, and like it was only on for like a season. And I remember my husband and I were like, "This guy is hysterical. He's going places." And then like after that, that I found out he was in Book of Mormon, and then like did it, and then he the whole Olaf thing kind of spun out, and he became kind of a big deal, but. No, I love him. Get out of here. I think he's funny. Um, I think, I don't know. There's something about his voice that kind of irritates just, me, like when he sings. Yeah. He always sings like this. You know what? You should hear him sing legit because he actually has a really nice singing voice. It's just he's always in these like particular characters. So it's like he's, he's singing in like a character voice, but he actually does have a very good singing voice, like on its own. But yeah, he's always playing characters. It's like, uh, I will have to hear that because if he is, if he does play Quasimodo, we had this conversation a yes, long time ago. Yes, I'm not ago. in agreement with that. I'm not in agreement with yeah, that. I will, I will literally shit on the yeah, floor. Yeah, that's, I, no, no, no. Those are, t unless he can, you know what, here's the thing though, I have her, if you hear him sing legit and he can like pull it out, but I feel like now he's just so like comedic, he's, he's yeah, getting pigeonholed. He's pigeon definitely typecasted. Yeah, he's, he's definitely typecasted. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I think he's Olaf and he's also, Olaf is also LeFou and LeFou is also Book of Mormon. And yeah. 
It like, is. And he's always like the silly sidekick. He really is. Yeah. That is true. But, you know. But isn't that strange, though? Like, don't you think it's weird that, like, that didn't pan out because of creative differences? I'm like, what did Disney want? Do you know what I mean? I bet it was money. I bet it was money. Maybe. Because he's big. He's on, he's fucking Olaf one, you know? Like, that's so much revenue and money under that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I mean, with the music be- though, with with the the people who did, because the same people that were doing the music, the same people that did Frozen, um, and so it's like, why did they have? I don't know. The whole, or the whole thing is weird. Maybe they were just like, Frozen's dying off. Maybe like we don't want to spend all the money on this project when. But then again, Frozen, Frozen 2's, 2's coming, coming out, out and it's going to be huge. I would assume it's going to be huge. It looks really interesting. I'm intrigued by it. I'm not going to go see it in the theater. But I'll see it when it comes on Amazon. <laughs> I'm not going to see it in theaters because there aren't any. You don't have any theaters around you? There's one, but it's so small oh, that, like, honestly, I don't understand how they fit a screen bigger than my TV oh, in it. Oh, no. Uh, I need to go in there and, like, kind of scope it out. But, like, yeah, I, I drove to it. It's not far. Um, I drove to it, and it was just like, <laughs> where's the screen go? Unless maybe they dig down, like, underground then like it's like stadium seating or something i don't know that's wild i have no idea yeah so i'm scared to even look at it but it's ten dollars a ticket so they better yeah really yeah that's why i'm like i'll just rent it when it comes out although the music i say uh, the music sounds really cool i like what they did they took that like chanting theme and like changed changed it a little bit more and i really really like it i haven't heard any i know because brady doesn't like trailers no, 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 no. For those of you who no, are new to the podcast, Brady doesn't watch trailers. <laughs> Another thing we disagree on. <laughs> Sometimes I'll watch them on mute. Really? So I can like guess what the oh, story is okay. going to be about, just you know, and have my my thought, just so I can see like what sure. it looks like, but without listening to it because I don't want to hear any of the plot in any of that see so. like i need to know the plot because otherwise i wouldn't or not know the exact plot but at least like have an idea of what i'm walking into yeah agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking of so. totally outrageous totally outrageous. How about, have you seen those heidi clumiers that are on sale this week i'm gonna google it right now because if I like them, who well, knows? Who knows what can happen? Well, <laughs> so Heidi Klum, uh, so as part of this whole designer ear collection that Disney came out with, like what, maybe like late last oh, year, um, they have not only like famous designers designing ears, but they also have celebrities and influencers and stuff, like big time influencers, not like Disney influencers. Um, and Heidi Klum is had has designed. They're stunning. They're absolutely beautiful. They're covered in Swarovski crystals. They are six hundred dollars. My favorite. Oh my god! I'll make my own. Six hundred dollars. <laughs> sit back in your seat. That's ridiculous, guys. Come on. I, I mean, they're love beautiful. They're beautiful. Crusted moment, but damn. I don't even think like Swarovski crystals bell, should even be six hundred dollars. They're not real diamonds. Like, I feel like that's just a oh, lot of... They're just so clear. They're, like, basically. <laughs> but these are these are really pretty. They honestly give me a real 
Chinese. Yeah, they're mobile. kind of like this a- almost Asian inspired. I think it's the go- yeah. yeah. I think it's the golden and ruby. Yeah, and it's just the shape of, of them, it. the like way it, that they're designed. Yeah. They're it's beautiful. very pretty. I would I'm not paying six hundred dollars. Not wear that around the park. So they look more comfortable than those freaking <laughs> gold bands of hell. Probably like a bajillion degrees on your head from the Yeah, where you can freaking oh um, my burger got a little cold. Let me just place my ears on top of them for a bit. <laughs> you could like use them like as a grill mark. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is so funny. Yeah, I mean like so so uh who who was that? Was that the Alex and Annie ears? Alex and Annie? I think so. Yes, so they were like I the gold so. filigree and designed um they, they looked really cute, but they were metal. So if you're out in Florida heat, <laughs> you would probably like have a burn mark on your head. I can't imagine just the feel of that that part that goes on by the temples, yeah. like just pressing into Ugh. your head all day. I'm I'm curious to know yeah. like how many of these that they're selling. I'll have to like dive into that. Like, cause I'm those were I mean those were I think 100 and were they 128 or were they 180? We talked about it in the episode, but I I can't remember. I think it was the episode that Abby was on, but I think it was yeah, I think it's 180. That in itself is 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 insane first of all but so i'm very curious to know like who you know what are the sales for these designers so heidi klum is doing signings so this the 28th was like yesterday um so this is 29th i'm recording this uh she was in disneyland doing signings i'm guessing she's signing the box i'm assuming um and then she's coming over to disney springs too i think in the next couple of days so but i'm like who who's buying this I don't know. And honestly, where? Like, I've been all over the parks. And I've seen one. I've seen one set. And that was the first ones that came out. I'm assuming they're they're seeing them as collector's items. Like, it's like when you go in that, the Ariba Brothers, those crystal stores, the crystal stores. And you see, like, those ridiculous, um, big, like, $10,000 crystal designs. Who buys it? Like, what are you doing? It must be like some rich oil also, tycoon. Do you need a sugar baby. <laughs> like it's probably like these insanely like rich, like crazy rich Asians that come over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, my oh God, it's so good. Movie. It's so good. Um, I'm assuming I, I would love to know. I'm going to have to do some research on that. And like, if you guys, if anybody's listening here about one, put it in a forum. Who buys this? <laughs> who buys this? <laughs> Oh my god! Did we just create a new hashtag on Instagram? Hashtag who buys, who buys this? this? God, I know. I want to know. I'm dead serious. If anyone, on, if anyone here is listening, if you bought one of these, I want to understand why. I'm assuming it's purely for collector's reason and a bragging right. I, I guess. <laughs> right. It, it's that is the the Disney that's elitist. That's the elitist when you're buying six hundred dollar ears. Yeah. Like, settle your shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, oh, I have the inside. Really? Are you gonna wear them? You wear them at the, the park? Fun. No, you're not. I'll never see the light yeah, of day. Per- I, I don't understand. Could you imagine one of the crystals popping off on that? How pissed I would be. Oh Ooh, my god, I know. I made my phone case and I was mad when oh, one popped off. I can't, oh, I can't imagine. Because they're expensive. Like, even at Hobby Lobby, just a pack of like 50, which doesn't get you far, right. by the way, um, is seven or uh, it's yeah, seven dollars. So multiply yeah. that by enough to cover a whole ass year. That's probably why it's $600. It took 200 just to do part of my yeah. phone case. 
I mean, I didn't realize. I guess so, I didn't yeah. realize. I mean, I know. I mean, the Swarovski. Are there still Swarovski stores like in malls? I don't go to malls anymore. But like, I haven't been to I a just mall. Don't go to malls because they stress me out. Um, but you know, I don't go to malls because hashtag Amazon hashtag can't wait for my bed to oh, get here. Tr- you got your bed from Amazon. Um, well, I got the the platform. Oh, here's here's an interesting. Let's go off topic for a minute. Do you know a lot of the? I think the majority of all the furniture that's in our house I bought online. Mm-hmm. Really? Actually, you know what? Same. Yeah. Literally everything that I'm looking at right now, except for my recliners, is that's exact. From actually, Amazon. yes. Our, so I record in my basement, and um, our recliner we actually physically went and bought, but everything else, and I'm talking like. I mean, restoration hardware shit. Like, my dining table's from restoration hardware. Everything I bought, my my couches are all bought online. Like, I never tested them out. And people find that shocking. But, like... That one is shocking. Because I... Like, a couch, it could look really nice, but it's gonna, it could feel like see, garbage. See, I, I, I only care about it looking nice. But I would read... I, yeah, I don't... <laughs> but I could read... I would read all... I would research them, though. So, like... I would make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read all the reviews, see how they see. So that's what I would do because it's hard for me because I'm gone all the time. It's hard for me to like go yeah, that's places and find. So yeah, literally like all of our furniture in our house, even our couches are, except our bed because our bed came with us from our old house. We still need to redo our bedroom because the bed's too small. But um, everything else has been bought online. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it was pretty cheap. It was like 250 bucks for... A queen size, uh, like a bed, bed. frame, like not not like the mattress, yeah, like the, the it's it's got like the headboard yeah. and all that stuff, and it's like a platform to put the bed on, and it's really pretty, and I can't wait to put it together and put my bed on it and not we roll need out to of redo bed. Our bed. I've <laughs> been asking. We've lived in this house now for what four years, and like we still haven't. Re- that's the one room we haven't furnished. It's just all of our furniture that we had before, and it doesn't fit because it's a huge master bedroom, and like it looks stupid. It makes me crazy. Which, okay, my sister, um, we are so off topic. Uh, my sister, she just moved into a larger house and her bedroom is like, everything else is like really nicely decorated, but her bedroom is not. And like, it's just a bunch of mishmash uh, like, furniture that doesn't fit the room, which is fine, you know? But honestly, when Matt and I finally sat down in at, at my house in Destin, finally sat down and like put our room together you feel like a fucking god <laughs> like you feel when you go to bed and you just like look around and everything's nice and neat and you're not worried about it and not thinking about it anymore like it really changes like what like how it you does, sleep yeah because it's the first thing you see when you wake up and the last thing you see before you go to bed and so you're always thinking about it if you're not happy with it so I like I told my sister I was like you need to like because she hates it I'm like you need to fix it otherwise like I just said you're gonna that's the first thing you see and the last thing you think of when you go to bed. It, it, it's true and and our our bedroom is is a disaster so. <laughs> it's so well, you guys are gone all the time. We are I know but I still want it to be like this like oasis you know what I mean like I just want it to be it's dark I had the walls painted black. Oh no 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 I 100 percent understand that like get it. It's an oasis status, but I know it's yeah. hard to get it to that. Because yeah, it's hard, gone. but you know, well, I'm gone. Nick's home. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> One last off topic thing that we don't have written oh. down for today. Michael K is officially a Disney Who media is? guy. Michael, Michael K. K. Who's Michael K? 
she's like a huge uh, Instagram or not Instagrammer, uh, YouTuber. Like he started off just you know with like a cheesy camera and like he walks around the parks and records everything and now he's officially on their media oh, list. Damn. But he lives there though, doesn't he? And I think that's like I think that's like the key is like you have to live. I mean, there are some people who are on the media list and they don't live there, but they have like crazy followings. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We working on we'll it. Get yeah. there. Hashtag eight thousand followers or eight thousand yeah. downloads. Yeah, actually, I haven't even checked it in like a couple of days. Maybe near eighty five hundred at this point. Woo-hoo, kids, living Woo-hoo. up, living the high life. Okay, I promise I'll stay on track. <laughs> so, so making it happen, Disney's going vegan. My, I'm actually, I'm into this. Pretty I'm excited pumped. about that. The vegan options that I've tried have been delicious i'm by no means vegan like i will eat fourteen thousand like new york strip steaks in a day if i could and not die um but the impossible uh meatball that i tried was impossibly good the uh cauliflower buffalo bites were really good like they they know what they're doing over there at disney and i mean if mcdonald's and burger king can do it well, oh, I am dying, dying to try the Impossible Whopper. I don't even know if they have it at my burger. I mean, like, not, I don't really eat fast food, but, like, I really want to try it just because I think Impossible Burgers are so good. Because you're, like, a gourmet chef. Make your own I mean, Impossible that's true. Burgers. I could just buy an Impossible Burger. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll have for dinner tonight. I'll be like, Nick, do you want to, like, grill Impossible Burgers? That actually sounds really – yeah, but – don't tell him it's impossible. He oh, thinks. no, he, lo- he loves impossible burgers, too. He, he's really into it. We try to do plant-based when we can. Um, but we just live in a town where there's just not a lot of option. Like, like, we don't have a Trader Joe's in our town because apparently they think our area doesn't eat healthy enough, which is so weird to me. It's like, well, you're not giving them the option to try it. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know like, mean? like, you got to give them the option. But I kind of see where they're at because, like, we live in a very um, – dilapidated town where like everyone's lost their jobs because of like gm and all that nonsense so it's like i don't know we just yeah. live in a very strange town and and granted we live well, in and part, that goes back to you know a salad is 18 dollars oh, yeah. at a restaurant but a chicken nugget meal it's is like a dollar yeah it's it's, so. it's silly to me and so and i don't think so so there's 400 new dishes coming to the disney parks by spring uh, 2020 that are that are vegan options so but i don't it, in just the vegan options that i've seen are that are already there i don't think that they're more expensive than anything else i wonder where they're going like are they gonna be in quick service so Do you everywhere. Have to go to okay. yeah so they're going everywhere so like some of the articles if you look at they show examples a lot of them are going to like pan like places where dining is a little more creative so they show dishes that are going to like skipper canteen things that are going to um is it which i want to try after hearing uh, your dude, guys skipper canteen is legit if you're not going to skipper canteen in magic kingdom i don't know what to tell you it is so good it's a ton of food though so just be prepared um they have stuff. What's the um? What's that uh, place in Pandora? Is it called Setul Setuli or something? You know, like the. It's right yeah. by Flight of Passage. That quick service area. That place. I go when I go to Animal Kingdom. That's where I go for it's lunch. Fantastic. I love that place. There's stuff coming to Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. There's the like, and it's like little things. Like there's a new dessert coming to California Grill. That's like 
plant-based it's like a cashew cake so it's like they're just putting these options pretty so so i mean you're seeing the gamut right there right so they're showing like table service really high-end table service quick service it's it's everywhere so i'm and plus just sometimes you just don't want to eat like shit you know i don't i don't want to eat like burgers and fries at a theme park i just don't i do want um yeah if i'm at although if i'm at magic kingdom honestly I always just get, I like, get a hot dog, yeah, the nuggets, yeah. The, the, the nuggets and fries because it's like eight bucks and it's so much food. I know it's so good. Casey's is so good. I love Casey's. Casey's is always a I nightmare. I I think I remember you saying this that you've never been to Casey's yeah. corner. So I never went there because it's it is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Like it yeah, just, I can't. Yeah, I go there in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. I go in the mornings like to that seating area outside. Like when I first get to the park, I'll go to Starbucks grab my my little breakfast sandwich and my drink insane. and then i'll go sit in i'll sit yeah then i'll sit in um casey's corner if my usual hiding spot is taken mm-hmm. but, but, like if it's not i'll sit over there um but yeah i've never eaten i never eaten there. it's it's always so for those of you who are not sure what we're talking about casey's corner is a quick service restaurant in magic kingdom it is on right at the end of Main Street USA, like of all the stores. Right on the corner. Yeah, right on the corner. And um, obviously it's based off of the Disney cartoon, um, based off the story of Casey's, uh, Casey at the Bat, I think it's called. But um, so it's baseball themed. It's really connected to the Emporium, so you can kind of go in and out. Um, And it's mainly hot dogs, but they have some other stuff, like like corn dogs. It's like, it's it's very hot dog driven. Mm-hmm. But it's so good because like, it's good because like you could just get like a hot dog and fries and like fantastic. It's perfect park food. Um, but it's always a zoo. The only time I will go there is for us like uh, at random times during the day. You cannot go there during meal times. It's a n- nut house. Yeah, I typically don't eat until late there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Because I always get so <laughs> – seriously, I haven't been able to take this cough – for a month since you've been sick uh, since you moved yeah Jeez. yeah um but yeah i only go to get food typically around like three because i've just gotten so absorbed into the parks not including epcot epcot that's i'm right. eating all day all day that's a, that's, like, a, that's a marathon not a sprint. um uh hollywood studios and animal kingdom yeah i'll be like well i guess i should have eaten like <laughs> i'll be like i'll be like you know uh, unusually tired and like kind of feeling like Ugh, and I was like oh my god I haven't eaten so, yeah but it'll be I, I'm exci- I'm super excited for all the different it just because like because especially for people who go uh, and I, I go often like maybe four times four to five times a year but like people who go all the time and obviously for people who are vegan or just trying to live healthier are just looking for more options and vegan food is really good and so it's, I'm excited just to have different options so I'm excited here for it we are here for it so did you know that um disney almost bought twitter i didn't know that i didn't know that i was and i wonder what twitter would be like today if they did yeah so bob Iger came out with a new memoir this week so uh, the 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 name of the the, it's so funny so it's like if you look if you click on it it says his new memoir it's a hyperlink and it takes you directly to amazon but um it's called ride of a lifetime lessons learned from 15 years as a ceo of the walt disney company um so in there's a lot of you know different i'm very excited to read it i I don't know how i didn't know he had a memoir coming out i'm 
completely unaware. Did you know that <laughs> here's another thing that like is not off topic. Oprah Winfrey had recently in an interview said that she thought that Bob Iger would make a great president of the United States. Really? I thought that was very intriguing and I'm going to have to read more about that. I'd be like, I wonder why. I mean, he's obviously very good at what he does and is a good leader, but I'm like, I, I got to read this book now because I'm, I'm very curious. But in the book, um, he talks about how back in 2017, Disney was seriously considering buying Twitter um, to get kind of into the social media space, but they ended up not moving forward with it because of the nastiness of Twitter and that it would be on brand. And I agree with that. Oh yeah. Especially with like some of the things I've seen on, on Twitter, just as far as like people being so hateful right. and uh, just there's like, you can find full on porn on Twitter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like there's people that I've, like I followed that were just like basically the Twitter version of a follow loop. And uh, I had to unfollow them because like I was scrolling through and then it was just like people doing it. And I'm I like, Oh, okay. like, uh, listen, like post what you want, like live your truth, but also like think about your audience. Cause it's like, I have, I have friends who do that too. And like, I'll be scrolling through my Insta Instagram feed and they're like club promoters. And like, they just live a very different lifestyle. Cool dude. Live your truth. You know, I'm all here for it, but I also don't want to see your naked ass on my feet. <laughs> like if I'm sitting in the airport, right. I'm sitting in the airport, like scrolling through my feet and like, there's nudity, like calm down. So, and, and not even, not even that, like just the fact that you participated in an innocent, like follow loop <laughs> And then now you're posting these like really just NC seventeen videos. It's like mm, we didn't agree. Like we didn't sign up for this. Like go away. You know that's one of my problems with um, engagement groups, and not necessarily like the ones that you and I are part of. But like there were some that I was a part of back in the day, like that were like really big wide ones that where people use another platform as an engagement group. So for those of you who are not familiar with what we're talking about, engagement groups on Instagram are a method, a growth method. Um, that allows you, you create like a community and then you agree to certain types of rules where like, if someone posts something new, everyone agrees, depending on what the rules are, that you will comment and like and save it or whatever within like a certain period of time. So it increases your, it increases the look of your engagement, which makes you more, which tricks the algorithm into thinking that you're more visible. So, uh, Instagram's starting to crack down more and more on them these days, but, um, Anyways, there's like some really, really big ones that I was testing out like earlier on when I started WDW Collective. And like some of them were like, you're required and they would kick you out of the group if you didn't like they had bots that would be able to test and see if you could if you could comment and stuff. But like I didn't feel comfortable commenting or liking some of those pictures because like I was like some of it was like really racy and like mm. like granted, like again, live your truth. But I don't you know, I'm also creating my own brand and I don't want to be associated with that. So I totally understand where Bob Iger's coming from or was coming from at that point in time. But that would be so weird. Like exactly what you said before, what would Twitter be like if Disney bought it? I don't know. There'd be a lot more ads for Disney plus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But, but the interesting thing is, so what they ended up deciding to do, so they obviously did want to get into some kind of platform. Uh, Disney was looking to get into some kind of platform. Um, and, and obviously Twitter was one of those options. But what they ended up doing was they bought BAM Tech Media, which is a street, which was um, allows companies 
like entertainment companies or whatever to enter into streaming services. So it's like if a if a particular TV channel wanted to have an on-demand streaming service, they would work with BAMTech. So they did the smartest thing when they ended up buying this company and now BAMTech is what's going to be running Disney Plus. Full circle. Nice. Full circle. Full so circle. I think like that the circle of life. <laughs> the circle of life in mergers and acquisition. <laughs> Mergers and acquisitions. That is so funny. It's so, that's exactly what it is. It's the stuff you buy. Mm-hmm. Sing it. I just, that's, that's all I got. got. But that was yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> I mean, I encourage you guys, especially those of you who are in the corporate world, such as myself, and you know, get very fascinated by these kinds of leadership decisions to buy Bob's book. Not that he doesn't have enough money already, but. I'm very intrigued to listen to it because there's so many, I mean, I remember my, my company, we, um, there's a book out there called if Disney ran your hospital and a lot of health systems look to, uh, you know, Disney's method of how they, you know, work for their guests and turning and making the, you know, the health system experience more like Disney and how they treat their employees and their, and their patients. So I thought that was, it's interesting. You can apply it to whatever you're doing. Because it seems like I think a lot of people who want to do like any kind of Disney related kind of business need don't have any business acumen and they get frustrated about it. And I'm like, y'all. Who runs the world? Disney. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do I want to segue into? Mickey Mouse is going to be the president of the United States. Mickey Mouse is the president president of the world. It'd be such a happier place. Hashtag my president. Hashtag my president is Mickey Mouse. Because, I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, what Bob Iger is, he's, I mean, every CEO of Disney has has really, like, changed for the better. You think about what Eisner did and resurrected, basically resurrected mm-hmm. the Disney company. And then Iger came in and just made this entire, like, entertainment conglomeration. It's just My God, I was going to use that word, too. Oh, conglomerate's a great word. I love it. I love it. I love a good $4 word. I love a good $4 word. So, Anyways, back to the parks. Back to the parks. Um, oh, they announced the dates for Flower and Garden. And remember, you said you're going to Fl- – aren't you going at the end of May to Flower and Garden? Or, I mean, to, to, to Disney? I am. So the dates now are from March 4th to June 1st for Flower and Garden. What's that for Flower and Garden? Art? No, art's in the beginning of the no, year. No, for Flower and Garden. I know, but I'm, I'm wondering what's after that. Oh, after that, then the summer, nothing. And then food and wine. Back to food and wine again. Festival of the Arts is in January and February. Okay. See, I might be going... I want to go in March for my Matt 6th anniversary. um, But I'm definitely going in May. For sure. I've already got that. I was so excited when I read that because I was like, oh, yeah, Brady can go during Flower and Garden because you were worried you were going to miss it. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. I really like Flower and Garden. I think it's because my mom was a uh, floral designer for a huge part of my life. And I would always go with her to work and like just make my own little bouquets out of all the stuff that was dropped on the floor yeah. and didn't make the cut for the real bouquets. And so I really like making arrangements. Little little side fact about Brady here. I didn't know that. That's so um, cool. Yeah, so I I really enjoy it. So I really love I just love flowers. Yes. Um that's why at my home in Destin, like I just kept buying and planting and buying and planting. I'm not very good at taking care of them. (laughs) 
so luckily they were on a timer for for the for the sprinklers oh, but I, I really do love like just the smell and i just remember like when i was young i'd go with my mom to like these like ritzy aviera four seasons in san diego like going there to drop off the arrangements and just like looking around and she told me when i was old enough to not eat chicken nuggets at a restaurant she'll take me there so remember that tina spicer remember <laughs> that so that's that's one of my fondest memories that's cool. yeah it's it's personally my favorite festival out of all of them, I think I think the quality of the food is better. I think the crowds aren't as crazy. The size of the, of the food is yeah, better. Yeah, actually, I think the best sure. food is um, during Festival of the Arts because it's such a dead time and they can do really decent portions of stuff. Um, but it's just, just uh, spring is my favorite uh, season. So for me, like just to see all the flowers in bloom is just it's. I think it's when the parks look their prettiest next to Christmas. Um, Fall. Fall is my favorite season, what? but honestly, I gotta tell you, no, okay, that's where I'm going. Fall is my favorite season, uh, in like IRL in yeah. real life. But fall at Disney is not oh, my I favorite. Hate I hate everything about I it. Think it's I think it's gross. <laughs> I hate all the pumpkin. I know we're gonna lose listeners. I think because everyone loves, everyone loves Mickey's Not So Scary. Everybody loves Halloween at the parks. Everyone loves the fall. I think it is awful. I hate it. I hate everything about it the end but i also gotta say i'm not a huge fan like i love the christmas decorations yeah. at disney but i hate the castle covered in what? lights oh you just I have a honk how, in your ear for that one i, I hate I, I hate the um, I, I have zero patience for this <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that you should put that I, in your ear I, right I, now i don't like i mean i, I don't think it's hideous like i think it is so pretty stunning. I but it's just you. so much. Like, I, like it's just, it looks like, I guess it's the point. It looks like yeah, ice drift all over it. Me, yeah. But I don't know. I, it's just not my favorite. I, I like the castle in its purest form, the birthday cake. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so I'm kidding. No, I, I would like to have seen that. Um, That is also not my favorite. I just like the castle. When yeah, it's when it's just, just the castle. castle. Right. Yeah. And maybe if they were to, like, just add, like, you know, some lights around yeah. the, the sides and, and this and that. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. I just think it's so much. Yeah, I mean, yes. But overall, spring at the parks is my favorite season. I look forward to Flower Garden every year. It's during my birthday. So I always go for my birthday. That's true. It's, yeah. it's my favorite. And it's just so pretty. And I'm just I'm, – I'm, I think this is the longest it's gone, March 4th through June 1st. I feel like that's long. I mean, I'm not upset about it. All of the the uh, festivals have been kind of extended have, this year. They're just so I think it's because they don't do anything in summer. You don't have to though. Like the you already have like you're that's your peak time. The, the you don't have to bring people. Yeah. But I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm glad to see it's it's going longer. Maybe I'll go twice. I don't know with me me and my my annual pass that I have these days. Yeah, but, you know, honestly, okay, I don't hate the fall decorations too much at Disney World. I just think there's so much. Yeah. It's too much. It's Well, I, I just don't like them because I just don't like fall. But, like, I just – I love I, fall. I, I do not see the draw. I Everything is dying. You have to wear more layers of clothes. This is bullshit. See, <laughs> yeah. I love – I but, I mean, like, also, I can't take my pants off in summer. Like, you can only take off so much. Oh, yeah, but you're wearing, like, you shorts. Know? Or, like, I can't wear, like I, – I think what annoys me, and, and granted, I – 
live in a very different climate than you do. So like, I hate that in between weather where it's like, it's not cold, but it's not hot. So it's like, you have to wear a jacket, but you go inside and it's hot. And it's like, I'm just very uncomfortable. Like I, I, I actually wrote a manifesto. I'm dead serious. I did this at work once where (laughs) clearly I do a lot of my job. It was like, I literally had a list of like 20 things because my friends and I, when I worked in an office, I don't work in an office anymore. I work, you know, I travel and whatever, but I worked in the office I wrote a list of like 20 reasons why I hate fall and I printed it out and I tacked it on everyone's cube. <laughs> Cause like everyone, it, 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 it was so many reasons as to why I hate fall. I just, I, oh, I know everybody loves it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I love it. I love a good, I love a good hoodie and uh, I just love it. Yeah. And on, honestly, okay. So spring's your favorite time yeah. of year. That's when you were born. Falls my favorite time of the year. That's when I was yeah, born. it makes sense. So most people, it, actually, the majority of people in the world are born in the fall months, anyways. But um, because of uh, Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, yeah. Uh, but also, like, what are you gonna do yes. when it's cold outside? You're gonna go inside and get your business on. So. <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's yeah. true. That's why more babies are born in this. Parks in spring, early spring at the parks. Yeah. You know, where it's not too hot. It's so nice. It's just, oh, it's so nice. You, you you don't get swamp ass. You don't get like, swamp ass. You don't you don't have to worry about like the sweat coming through your the shorts. Nights are comfortable. I've had to like full on edit photos like crap photos because sweat came through my shorts. We were full on disgusting so like, when we were there in August. I mean, ugh. oh yeah, and I was there the whole ugh. day. Although since I discovered chubby chubby's shorts. Yeah. I haven't really had to worry about oh, that. That's good. Oh, that's right. Because they're they, so yeah. breathable and comfortable. I love those too. They're they're awesome. I love them. So we got a couple more, more, two more new things. What else we got? Oh yeah, there's a new wall. There's a new wall. Is it like an official, it's an official wall? Because I feel like there's, there's so it's many. It's an walls. official wall because Disney Parks blog wrote about it, so I consider that. <laughs> An official wall. And they created it for that reason. So they're like, this is a new post-ready wall. That's like literally the article, like in the blog article about this. And it's at Disney Springs. It is um, – I have no idea where this is at. Uh, it's It said it's around the corner from the Aaron McKenna's Bakery. Do you know where that's at? I have no idea where it's at. I have to like pull up a map. I'm trying to think. Is that over by Rainforest Cafe? I'm not entirely sure. And the uh... – the Earl of Sandwich. Let me pull up my Disney Experience app, where I can look at. Oh shit! Yeah, let me, do that. Uh, look at the map, because so it's by Aaron McKenna's uh, Bakery. Um, it is a wall dedicated to the Orange Bird. Um, so if you guys recall, this was an older version or older character that is much beloved. Um, that was created specifically for the Disney parks to celebrate Florida Citrus. Um, they recently was it last was it during Flower and Garden I think last year where they had the orange bird sippy cup yeah so yes. um, everybody loves the orange bird so it's a brand new wall it's around the corner from the bakery and um, it says Florida Citrus has the uh, orange bird in it so this and this came directly from Disney Parks blog so it is an official wall and it is an official Instagram wall because they're saying they want you to tag hashtag Disney Springs when you take this picture just to kind of get it get the popularity going so you know new wall brady new, new wall new me, me. <laughs> i i think i love that they're coming up with these like uh, i 
it's interesting. I mean, you say this throughout the world, like not even just Disney World, but like people are creating things specifically for Instagram. Like, it's just amazing to me how this world, <laughs> like people, like even like bridges and like things, especially like in Asia, they create them just and they make them interesting just so that they can be photographed. Like they're not functional really in any aspect, but it's just made like, oh, I, what was I, oh, what was I wa- reading the other day on Instagram? So there's a really famous wall in Nashville, like those big angel wings. It's in the, it's in the gulch. And yes. they were like showing like the groups of girls that go there and wait in line to take a picture there. It's nuts. Like these, like just making things that are for Instagram specifically are just blowing up everywhere. So, which is crazy because you like, there's always a oh, new yeah. thing. You know, there's there there was MySpace and there was Facebook and then there was Instagram right. and then there was Twitter. So it's like, I wonder how long these outlets are going to be oh, around forever because people will constantly they'll they'll continue to grow because people want to take pictures of themselves we are a very vain society i love it <laughs> i need to be okay with taking pictures of myself although i don't like taking pictures Neither of myself anymore because yeah i gained 326 billion awesome. pounds so, so here we are there are no pictures of me here we are as i wolf down my breakfast sandwich and iced good. mocha your truth and one more thing about Disney Springs we got before we leave you guys today. So there is a new, um, so there's a new Vera Bradley Disney collection coming out, uh, debuting at the Vera Bradley store um, in Disney Springs. Um, they've had multiple Disney collections over time. Um, this one has like a full, uh, full view of Mickey. It has the castle in it, balloons, confetti, all kinds of really cute stuff. So let me give you my thing on Vera Bradley. <laughs> I was literally just going to say, like... People uh, love Veer Bradley. I <laughs> don't understand it. I think it is... Ugh, I don't know, guys. I just... Okay, I actually do own one Veer Bradley piece. And here's what... It's my makeup case. Because they make the best large makeup cosmetic cases that I've ever seen. Like, the best. And it's really good quality. And I absolutely adore that thing. It's the only Vera Bradley thing that I own. Otherwise, I just don't understand like the quilting pattern. Like it's just a very like Midwesterner type of like thing that I'm just that's just not my lifestyle, and I just don't understand it. But people friggin' love Vera Bradley. I don't get it. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't. It, I don't the know. style of it is just very upsetting to me. But I, however, I am curious because I love my cosmetics bag so much. I would love to get a Disney version of my cosmetics bag. So if, and I remember last time, last time they came out with a new collection. Um, actually, I think it was around this time last year. I remember because Brian and I went in at Disneyland for one. We went into the store because I wanted to see if they had a of the new Disney collection, if they had the makeup cosmetics bag, and they sold out of them like really, really quickly. So I'm gonna have to check online and see if they have that because that. Let me tell you, girls or boys, whoever, whatever you want to wear, live your truth. Um, you know, it's the best makeup bag out in the game. Like, like because I have a ton of makeup. Like I love makeup so much. I have a ton of shit that I travel with all the time. Full brush set all the time. It, ha- it lets you store all your brushes for travel because st- I've traveled with a full brush set. I travel with like literally any type of makeup that goes on your face. And it is it is the best bag ever. So I will say that about Mary Bradley. Otherwise, I think it's like a weird mom thing. 
like I just feel like it's just not even it's like no, but like people like love it. It's just very Midwestern. It reminds me of Grandma's. Yeah, it does. I don't. I don't don't get it. People love it. People love it. I don't know. But if you're into the Vera Bradley, they got a new collection coming out. It just came out this week. Um, so check it out because those new Disney collections they sell out super duper fast. And I love this pattern from a Disney perspective. From a Disney perspective, not that I would actually wear it as a purse. I'll have to look it up. When when it says confetti, all I can think of is that nineties <laughs> birthday crap. It's kind of like that, but it's got like you know how like they have that real crazy pattern, like the swirly paisley type shit. It's it's the same. It's the same Vera Bradley you know and love. Like my Vera Bradley uh, cosmetics case is actually it's black with raspberries on it. It's not a crazy pattern because it was the only one I could tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys sorry but that's like all the disney news we have today we got a lot covered yeah we, we went through a lot, lot of it and we got, and got sidetracked so i feel like we were trying to stay on topic as much as possible today but we had some little divergence and it's okay because we're hanging out guys you're our friends we're chilling we're hanging out with our <laughs> friends speaking of all my sing songy today i've been uh, YouTubing how to hit oh, whistle really? notes. Yeah, because I'm 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 trying. I, I want to try and, and and hit a whistle note because I can't hit that note in uh uh made of stone. Yeah, but that wouldn't come out. That wouldn't Hunchback come out as a whistle Dark. tone, though. Right, but if I could go up and make it oh. a whistle tone, which one is that? instead of hitting that high note i go as if <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just feel like it'd be like so like out of the blue like, they'd be like what, what, was that? what was that do you, do you plan on auditioning for something coming up soon god i wish I where am i gonna do it out here the well, fucking desert? <laughs> there's gotta be like theater companies and stuff that'll give that'll that'll there, there's a theater club oh, on really? base, but they oh. have two members, and they're like, "We're looking for people with this, this, and this." And I'm like, You're like "Bitch, you have two members." <laughs> like, be take choosy. several seats. I guarantee I'm better than be both of you. Two members. Oh my god. But I bet they're just like really campy, like those type of theater yes. people. And I'm like, there are two of you. You need people. What are you gonna do? Rocky Horror Picture Show again this year with all two of you? <laughs> <laughs> like, the shade the shade uh, love it yeah love I, it. I, honestly though like i love theater and i, I love to be yeah, in theater in high school but the drama but like i'm more about musical theater i don't even care about the drama like i'm about the drama but it's the uh i don't want to waste my time on a play really like i just want to do musical theater i just want to sing i feel that I I mean, listen, I teach theater for uh, a side hustle and it's, but you know what though? I try to keep my, my kids as grounded as possible. Like I had a student recently who was freaking out because she didn't get a lead and she gets leads a lot. And, um, she was just throwing a fit about it. And I said, you know what? I don't have time for that attitude in my class. Like I was like, there's going to be times where you don't get a lead role and you need to understand that. And you need to be the bigger person. So yeah, I really try to nip that right. behavior in the bud because I. All the people who have spent all their time in the encore. Right. Or in the, uh, and sometimes you just ensemble. need that knockdown. Right. But 
Barney back there too, though. Yeah, so I, I, I just don't have time for that behavior. Yeah, like Kate, like calm down. Shit. It'll be fine. All right, well, that's all we got, guys. I think we covered a lot, and I think we got a lot done. And now I gotta go do laundry because. I haven't done laundry in like a month and it's just a pile of clean laundry in our bedroom. (laughs) You are a mess. Damn it. I'm a hot mess. Hot mess express. (laughs) I'm Annie at WDW Collective. And I'm Brady at Brady Cam. Holla, and this has been Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.